back in the studio. We are live for 2022. Almost said 2021. I hate doing that. It's like the hardest part of transitioning into a new year is that just switching the year on checks when you write stuff out or when you're uh, making an intro to a podcast. So here we are, Team Early AF 2022. Excited to get at it, starting this year again with the bullet point open. So these podcasts are going to be a lot about fitness, specifically a little uh, good community competition started right here in Stevens Point by my good buddy, John Gildenzoff. Shout out, John. Love you, buddy. Um, he's been he's been an amazing friend in so many ways and happy to happy to talk up the bullet point open and get these podcasts out to people. So we sit down with coaches, athletes, and uh, friends of mine, and we go over all the things you're going to see in the workouts, some strategy, breakdowns, and as well as stuff you're just gonna you're gonna see the health, fitness, and wellness space right now. So, resolution talk, probably a little bit about movement, exercise, motivation, inspiration, all that good stuff coming at you as well. I love talking about this stuff. This is this is what I do. I'm a I'm a coach, sports performance coach. I'm a certified athletic trainer here at D1 Training Stevens Point with Stevens Point Orthopedics right here in town. So a lot of what I do is strength and conditioning, performance, fitness, orthopedics, post-physical therapy, all that good stuff. I've got remote clients in person, uh, training programs. So if throughout the series you're ever interested, you are looking for some some help, ways to get started, any of that good stuff, injuries, you just can't find a coach or anyone near you that kind of gets gets what you want, your your passion, your hobby, why you why you exercise. Uh, feel free to reach out to me. Hopefully I can uh, help you or find someone to help you. So it's a little bit about what I do and what to expect from these podcasts. If you're new to the series, took a bit of a break uh, throughout the fall, hunting season, winter, all that good stuff, but excited to get back at it. And yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. These podcasts are sponsored by Bullet Point Competition Series which is what all of these ser- these episodes are going to be about in January. We're also sponsored by Schulze Family Beef. If you are in the Midwest region and interested in fueling yourself with pasture-raised uh, beef, which I think most of us are, we're, if, we're, if we're talking fitness and health, we're interested in maximizing recovery, maximizing the gains, and uh, you can't really beat pasture-raised beef for doing that, just vitamins, minerals, protein, how good they are, you know, they're, they're, how good they are for the environment, what they're, there's a lot of, a lot of misconceptions out there about, uh, animals and definitely the big farming puts a lot of that out there. But when we're talking the way these cows are raised, pasture raised beef, you're, they're surviving off of things in the environment. The rest of us aren't going to be able to eat and they're providing a, uh, an awesome product, end product with their beef. So check out Schulze Family Beef, Humber, Wisconsin. They have a ship directly to you uh, meat box. So you can customize it. You can grab their prepackaged boxes all on their web- website, Schulze Family Beef. Check it out. Get yourself a box. We keep some in the freezer at all times. They've also got subscription services. So if you've got a smaller freezer, they can get that out to you at a regular basis. Take all the the thought out of having to go to the store. Where's this from? What's in it? Blah 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 blah. You know what's in it. You know where it's from. It's great quality product. Do not. I can't recommend it enough. So, Schulze Family Beef. Love those. Love that family. We use it a lot in our meal prep se- series here at Farm Shed in Stevens Point. So, once again, check out Schulze Family Beef and enjoy the episode. Team Early AF Podcast, joined by two of my great fitness friends here. We got Abby and Michael. What up? We're going to call you Mike, though, on the podcast. And uh, they're rejoining me from previous podcasts, last year's Open. Listeners of the podcast, you heard them last year. Michael's been on a few few episodes, so happy to have them on. And we're going to be talking Bullet Point Open, fitness, uh, resolutions, because I love talking about that stuff. Just that's the world I live in. 
and also they're uh they're both parents and i i don't have kids i have dogs which isn't even that's like one tenth of children but i work i i coach and i work with a lot of parents and i give them mad respect and i always try to be the voice in the back saying give yourself some grace because just like the two of them were talking about before the podcast it's it's its own type of like uh endurance event that lasts 20 plus years or a lifetime yeah. <laughs> um so yeah I'm, I'm excited to have them on the podcast uh abby you want to go first intro who you are what yeah. you do what you've been going what's been going on since last year um yeah thanks for having me back this is awesome it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun last year so i'm really looking forward to it again um so i am the gm of bark river crossfit in delafield wisconsin been doing CrossFit over eight years. Um, you know, I have my personal training certification, NESM, all that fun jazz. I am, oh, there, there she is. <laughs> um, I am mom of three. I've got a six-year-old daughter going on 16. Let me tell you. She's my mini me. So we get into a lot of arguments. And then I've got twin boys who are three and a half. Um, you know, so just a lot of juggling between, you know, running a business, being the mom and the, you know, the wife and the, you know, keeping the house in order. And, you know, and then on top of that, my own fitness and all that fun stuff too, because, you know, I played competitive volleyball growing up. And so CrossFit is my, is my outlet. And you know what? At one of the one of these podcasts, we'll have to talk about like aging and CrossFit because how I CrossFit now is very different. Like I'm 39. I'm going to be 40 this year, guys. It's a big year. It's a big year. By the way, bullet point, masters should be 35. I'm just saying. You heard it <laughs> here, John. 35. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know I gave that plug last year and he said, well, maybe for next year because it's your last year. <laughs> um. You know what, but it is definitely different. And so I, I'm excited to kind of talk about the mind shift that I've had and, and also the physical shift, you know, I have to change a lot of things. So a little intro about me. Woo! Awesome. Thanks, Abby. Mike. Uh, well, first of all, it's great to see you all again. I remember we did an episode last year that was fun. Um, but yeah, I'm Mike Avang. Uh, right now I'm based out of uh, North Austin, Texas. I moved here back in 2018 because uh, I got a job with a, a technology consulting company that I've been working for ever since. Um, but I'm basically from uh, Stevens Point and my athletic background um, is kind of all over the place. I, I'm just kind of a trier of things. Um, so I was really into uh, tracking cross country in high school. Um, I have raced mountain bikes. I joined the Marines and was active duty for five years and did a bunch of stuff, obviously active stuff there. I was a Marine Corps martial arts instructor um, and just did a lot of general PT. I've run a few marathons, a couple ultra marathons. Um, and then last year I tried uh, the tactical games for the first time uh, back in March of last year, which is um, a really fun event that uh, I highly recommend you look into if you're curious about what it is. I don't need to go into details here, but you can Google the tactical games. Um, and just kind of a combination of my um, natural abilities, my experience in the Marine Corps, I was able to make it to the national championship because there is a national championship for it. Um, that's past November. And so that's kind of what I've been up to lately. Um, and yeah, I also have two boys, um, Johnny and Ethan um two and eight months and they're doing awesome um but yeah that's a quick introduction to mike awesome hey congrats on that by the way the tactical games that's cool yes oh, thank you yeah so cool bam thanks beefs so, so for everyone that listening that's going to be your uh co-host for the series hopefully every we can all make it to every episode as we go through the open this year uh have either of you We've got so this is week one of the open three weeks long four events we've got two events this week we've got the strength and the um i forget what squid games is squid oh, games red is, light green light baby yeah well is it the endurance or the sprint sprint that's the one i'm looking for is it so the we, sprint i mean i'm okay, it's technically a sprint it looks like an endurance right because it's four segments of the five minutes <laughs> we're just we're jumping right into it 
So I know uh, based on the way it's structured, it's a bunch of little sprints yeah. for sure. But if you get through the whole thing, it's 20 minutes long. Right. You're kind of doing sprints of random duration for 20 minutes if you make it right. through the whole thing, right? right. Okay. I, but yes. I'm really curious, have you, have you done it yet? Nope. Like, okay, so I haven't done it yet either. And I started listening to the track. And then, so I'm real curious, like, is it one-to-one -one ratio, like work to rest? I don't know. So I don't know what, yeah. how much you're actually working, but, right? I don't, I don't know either. I listened but, to the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the, so we've done, we've, we've had a few people do it at the gym. I haven't done it. I, I have, I'm coming off a COVID recovery. I can barely walk to the mailbox without still my lungs burning. So I'm, I'm probably yeah. going to be, I'll give this a go ahead at Friday night lights. And then I'll probably instantly, instantly regret it about 30 seconds in, but each of the five minute intervals. So there's four rounds, five, five about five minutes each uh, are uh, in-house. I'm, I'm like the, the coach coach for the gym, but Sarah, Sarah O from 5am. She's like the mom coach for everyone. She's like the, the go-getter has to have everything broken down and shout out Sarah. You're amazing. So she has it and I'm not going to give away her, all the math she's done, but she breaks down like the work to rest ratios per five minute interval. So that's been floating around in our D one uh, comp group. Uh, okay. And that's, that's been pretty cool to see. So th there's, there's different work rest intervals. So being aware of that, um, and she even has like the words to the song in the breakdown telling you like when it's going to start, when it's going to stop, which is do pretty cool. What, do you remember what the ratio broke down to? Uh, it, it was different. Um, it's, it's not different for each five minute segment. Yeah, right? it's different for I each five it. minute uh, section. So like I, your first I, 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 one, is there, is there less total work time in each segment? Yes. So that I knew yep, it. That that is John going to get mad at us for disclosing mind. this? <laughs> no, I don't think so. that's that's the whole okay. point of the podcast. We're, well, we're, we're brainstorming. Know. it. Yeah. I'm, rules, I'm just not I'm just not going to give away all of Sarah's the the, the number crunching she did. Right. Um, sure, so sure, if, sure. if you've got somebody of equal talent on your at your home gym, put them on it and they'll it'll it's interesting to see because, yeah, it, like there's no way you're going to remember all of the breakdowns. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure there's someone, but it gives you an idea of which which rounds and when you need to really push. Uh I, I had a just real stud of an athlete. Like he's just resting too long, right? Feeling sorry for himself while I was in the pain cave. And that eats away at you when you've only got, you know, 30 to 45 seconds uh, to get the devil's press and the wall ball done. So yeah. those, those little, those few moments where you're like, you know, feeling sorry for yourself or you, you think you need that breath, you know, to do five wall ball, but you really don't. You're just, you know, you're it's it's hard to describe i know you're you're both well well aware of that feeling we all do it right just the little yeah. the little extra clap in the chalk bucket the extra couple right, right. Uh, extra couple shuffles of the barbell you have to be really aware of those like what is your what's your tendency to to stall that discomfort and you gotta you gotta avoid those moments especially in this one because i feel like there's there's a lot of transitions right the rep scheme is yeah. very small yeah you know four four five 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 six six two rounds per uh inter per five minutes yeah there's a lot of transitions and you have to you have to maximize those for sure as you go through it yeah setup is definitely going to be key mm -hmm. yeah i don't it was hard for me because i didn't want anyone to trip at the gym but i was like yeah you want your dumbbells like right behind you <laughs> yeah. yeah but neither of you have given it a go yet I'm doing it with class tomorrow. Oh, nice. Have you, have, have you, have you seen anyone go through it, Abby? Not yet. Not. We, so at, um, so at D one Stevens point, the gym I coach at, we do, uh, <laughs> October is squatober. So October is like heavy, heavy barbell strength training. November just November is it's, you know, it's the holidays. A lot of people are traveling. It's it's, we start prepping for the bullet point though. So Wednesdays we do a walkthrough day where we break down the workout for that week, go over any technique, important technique bits or strategy bits. And then Friday we practice judging and doing the workout just because for, for me, as from a coach's standpoint, when you get into the open, any kind of open, be it the bullet point open, CrossFit open, right? Like just the amount of questions that you get 
can be, it just overwhelms the class and slows things down. So I, I feel like if I, if I take that time, November, December, where we're, every week we're doing some kind of open workout, we get those questions out of the way when January comes through and like you're going for all the marbles, it, it flows so smoothly. But anyways, in the January, we would carry that over. So Wednesday we do a walkthrough day. So that's when we were doing um, kind of a walkthrough for the bullet point workout and a couple people uh, dabbled in it and man, it, it wrecks people. Like that's just a, it's one yeah, of those workouts would... you hate watching. You're just like, Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> or you don't want to be in the second heat. <laughs> yeah. Great. But yeah. The, the, and from what I've seen, the RX weights, you know, you're throwing around 235 pound dumbbells, 250 pound dumbbells, female, male, um, that transition from just the, the amount of flexion and extension you do in those devil's presses, it wrecks people's midlines. Yeah. Like you get, that. you and get some pretty, pretty lit up backs pretty quick I in was, that workout. I was really intrigued by the four, five, six rep scheme. Cause it's so, it seemed kind of random and obviously not, no set is that big, but the problem with that I'm sure is since you're never doing more than six reps at a time, you don't, you never really have a reason to stop. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of just like one continuous set. <laughs> exactly. We lost Michael. We lost him. But uh, rolling off of what he was talking about, you know, that comes back to those, those like pity party moments I was talking about, right? Where you're, you're delaying, you're stalling. Um, Cause the sets are small and the wall right. ball, the wall, the wall ball really, I'm, I'll throw this out there for people. It comes down to breathing. So many, so many of us approach wall ball, like it's like it's max effort, you know, a, a power movement where you're, you're holding your breath or you're only breathing out at the top. You know, you're exhaling through that. What you think is the power part of the movement, but it's, it's really cardio wall ball. You know, you're, it's a lighter weight right. for most of us. Um, so how do you, how do you recommend people do their breathing on these? Um, breathe, breathing on the wall ball, like most, any real cardio exercise should be with the movement of your body. So when you, when you inhale, right, your body naturally goes into extension. So you should be breathing in at the top of a wall ball and yeah. out at the bottom, right? Like in, when you're throwing the arms up, I always tell people to like relax jazz fingers. Like you shouldn't have your hands up the whole time on a wall ball. Yeah. You're, you're, it's just extra tension through your shoulders, through your thoracic. Um, if you're, if your head stays tipped up the whole time, like some people will do, you'll, you'll see them. They're like, eyes are on the target the whole time. Right. That too is going to create tension through your whole right. body. And then I hear people say, oh, my neck is sore. Well, yeah, yeah. you're like, yeah. Yep. You get all that going on. Oh, he's back in. I'm going to invite him. Okay, good. Oh, God. There we go. But yeah, all that, you know, all the, the fighting against your body. If, if you were doing set like 50 pound wall ball, then yeah, you know, you're going to breathe out of the top. It's more of a power movement at that point, but. When you're talking those lighter weights, the, 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 the lighter weights where it's just meant to, you know, fatigue you, if you're not breathing with your body or just causing extra stress and tension, making it more difficult right. or holding your breath. I'm sure you've seen people that hold their breath when they do wall Absolutely. ball. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's back. Hey, we were just, we were just rolling off of your, uh, your last point there before you cut out well, sets, yeah. yeah did that make did that make sense yeah yeah totally i just i've never done a workout that was four five six of anything mm -hmm. and i was like most you're doing at a time is six you just basically no transition time never never stop yeah well have you ever done uh the hero what is it holly man oh it's, yeah it's like one power clean is it two i'm trying uh. It's like wall ball, power cleans, and muscle ups or handstand push ups. I think I thought it was handstand push ups. Right? Yeah, handstand push ups. It's like mm -hmm. one, two, three, or one, two, four, or something like that. But yeah, it's it's just one of those workouts where the only, you know, once you've got those skills down, and like yeah. for this workout, wall ball and devil's press, right there, you can get nerdy with the movement on both of them for sure. But they're relatively low skill movements as long as you have that prerequisite strength. So really the only, the only thing holding you back is your transition time and how yeah. disciplined you are at your transitions. So that was something we were trying to go through at the gym is, you know, getting people to make sure they're not feeling sorry for themselves. They're not gasping for air. Right. If you, if you can make yeah. that checklist, like 
what's the transition? What does that have to look like? The choreographed dance between the med ball and the dumbbells. And then you stick to that plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to move through it yeah. pretty quickly. And I, and yeah. That's a super good point. And I could also see once you have that plan in place, knowing the ratio of work to rest, actually going through that audio file and counting it out, if you want to be get that into it. <laughs> I could see that giving you a major advantage because, uh-huh. because if I don't know, then every time I hear green light, I'm just going to have to go as hard as I can. Cause I don't know how much total time I've got that round. Whereas if I know the ratio, maybe I can game it just a tiny bit and that's enough to get me, you know, into the, to get me a few more burpees in the tiebreaker or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I feel like given that it's the sprint event, like when that green light, I feel like, man, you got to go, right? Like I, I, so I was talking with James and he said, he didn't, he didn't give me much insider information, but he said, you can't pace this one at all. And cause uh-huh. I'm, he knows I'm a pacer. I love pacing. Right. I love the grinder. Like I, I just like to grind it out. And so me, I'm not, I'm not a sprinter. I'm not. And so he told me, he's like, you can't, you can't pace this one at all. You're not going to finish. Yeah. Oh. You gotta, you gotta stay like, I mean, if you, if you know, you're not going to get through that first five minute interval, like getting through those two rounds is going to be really hard for you. Yeah. You gotta, you, you know, you gotta redline it right away, but otherwise it's, it's know your level, like at where you just things start to break apart and you got to stay there for each of those work intervals. You just, it, you know, it comes down to your, your transition time choreographed going from med ball to dumbbells. And then you just stay at that red line. If you, if you actually want to advance to the second, and I mean, third, the third, that third interval is if someone can get through that, they're moving like they're, they've got a solid level of fitness, mental toughness and uh, good transition times. Cause that third, that third, that third uh, work rest ratio is pretty really amping me up here. Well, tight. I know. Right. Like, I'm so <laughs> excited to do this tomorrow. Bill, good. Bill's just sucking the psychological motor. <laughs> you don't know i'm amping michael up he's gonna he's eating this all in the challenge you're, you're right. getting fitness in right that's what matters <laughs> getting fitness in you yep. know you're challenging yourself Wait. and then i made i am 35 so uh you know i i could i could put in a good case for the whole master's standard transition <laughs> I'm sorry. It's too late. Now you have to just wait five years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> so right. John master's division 35. I'd be okay with that. I've got a couple years. I got to prep. Um, where are we at? So we, we gave everybody a little, little taste of what to expect in squid games, little, little strategy going into it this weekend. Um, doubles press and wall ball absolutely miserable and then when you if you don't complete the work in that five minute interval then the next cycle for red light green light you're you're doing burpees for a tiebreaker so it's not like straight five minutes of burpees like the seven minute open workout but um right it's still following the red light green light yeah yeah so still it's still good to know those those time breakdowns so get someone at your gym break down those times for you Guys, my gym is going to expect me to like do this tonight. Now. <laughs> <laughs> my coach is going to be like, "What the hell, Abby? Like, don't you care about us?" Yeah, don't, don't you love us? You want to see us succeed? Yeah. Sarah does. She loves that stuff. It was awesome. Like the, I had to turn off notifications for the chat group because it was just, it was out of control. But uh, no, it's good uh, to have the analytics. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. So that that's uh that's Squid Games. Good luck to everybody, or Squid Game, I should say. Hopefully, uh, clever idea, cool stuff. It's cool. It's a cool format. Mm-hmm. You know what? I love this. When this popped up, I stayed. I stayed up on New Year's, guys. I made it. I made it to midnight. Oh one. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> um, and that's I got the notification. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. And then I had and I stayed up an extra half an hour, like looking at this and watching the video. By the way, those videos are super cool. Whoever does those, super awesome. Shout um, out, shout out Jarrett, Land of the Blind Productions. Super cool. Yeah, him and John do some great work. Yeah. But just I I just I love this. Like it just it's it's fun. It's unique. It's different, right? Like, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hurt, but it's at least, you know what, you're gonna you're gonna have fun 
dying. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone watch Squid Games? I watched thought. 15 minutes of it. Maybe, okay, I haven't maybe seen 10. It yet, but yeah. I couldn't get into it. I've got a lot of people at the gym that love it. They tell I was it was recommended. I gave it a shot. It mm-hmm. did. It did not make the COVID cut when I was homesick. So, oh, really? wasn't, wasn't my cup of tea. But I, I love the. It's it's a funny, it's a funny premise. Uh, and like you said, both said this. I love that. I love that he brought it to the, the workout because it's a yeah. very unique, uh, approach to a workout. So, good work. And uh moment of silence for all the poor souls he had tested out hmm. <laughs> all right moving along we've got and it's being slow but it's three it's three rep me- meh which i love it's a sloth yeah. probably the, the best animal ever um other than the wiener dog on my lap right here he's not leaving me alone um so we've got I love, I love this kind of strength, like strength event. It's just like, Hey, get this work done. I don't care how you do it. Just lift some heavy weights. Um, this is another one that the D one comp group, uh, we've got like friends and family of gym members from all over that are in the group too. So it's pretty cool to get everyone's view and how they're going to do it. Like, am I going to, so it's th- uh, six minutes to get three cleans and three shoulder to overhead. So You've got people, you know, cleaning it, then putting it in the rack, adjusting the weight or jerking it, adjusting the weight for the clean. Uh, I've seen a couple of people wanting to use multiple barbells, uh, all that good stuff. So have either of you taken a look at this work, this one? Yeah, definitely. Is it, is it allowed? Are two barbells actually allowed? I didn't um, read that. Well, it, it wasn't in the movement standards as of when we looked. But John always loves questions, so you should probably send John some questions. I'm sure he loves questions. <laughs> what about um, you? Have you have you tried it, Abby? Not yet. It's it's uh we we had a bunch of people do it Monday. Oh okay. well, had some people PR, had some oh, people uh, yeah, right. I always love the PRs when it comes to competition time. Right. Did you have? Did you see people do like three? in a row or did you see most people do one kind of break one uh the people so like the athletes that are are more i don't know self-motivated competitive for their olympic lifting they definitely understand the value of rest breaks or right they would do one rep put it down the people who are more on the intensity side of things right like they're like ah get it done and then they finish this and there's like they it took them a minute and a half and they're like oh i think that's as much as i could do i'm like no it's not like <laughs> any a true a true test of strength would have taken you more than 90 seconds to do for uh six lifts it, it's all over but yeah i you know the people that are more self-motivated for those strength numbers uh it you know it takes them most of the six minutes to get it down they were doing one reps um, and like I said, there was, there was strategy involved for whether or not their jerk is stronger than their clean. I've got a few of those, few of those psychos at my gym where they can jerk more than they can clean, which yeah. still as, as someone who has pre-existing uh, shoulder injury on the right side, like oh. that, that just blows my mind that someone can jerk more than they can clean. Like I, I, I can rip heavy weights off the floor all day, but if that shoulder's not feeling it, like it's not going over my head no matter what. And some people, man, they're just. Michael, you're one of those people. Yeah. You have a sub. It's, it's such a curse. <laughs> I've been trying to get better at squat cleaning for so many years. Um, but I've got that uh, that lumbar. So I had a lumbar fracture uh, in like 2009 or something. And that was never really treated. And so I just like, ugh, it's just bad. But I, I have, I'm extremely strong overhead and I, my power clean is a lot more than my squat clean. My, uh, anything overhead, I can do a lot heavier than I can squat clean, but I'm trying to, I'm, I'm working on, I'm very aware of my, of my imbalances. Um, but, and so I, I, I looked at the standards for this a little bit, but I didn't dig too deeply. I'm wondering maybe if, uh, you know, anyone listening is also wondering the same things, um, for the, it's three rep max clean three rep max, uh, shoulder to overhead. Can you go back and forth 
can you do like a clean and then a shoulder? It just, as long yes. as the, the total reps, are, okay. Yep. And for the jerks, do they have to be done from the floor? Or can you do it from a rack? You can do it from a rack. Yeah. Can yeah. Do it from a rack. Yeah. Oh, that is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so then, for, um, for people that can jerk more than they can clean, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. It's exciting for you, Mike. For us, yeah, <laughs> backwards people. Um, okay. That's awesome. And you, there's, we don't, as at least as of right now, we don't know of any rule against using more than one barbell. Correct. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen? I'm, it's all really good stuff for me to know what's going to happen because our schedules got just busy this week. I'm sure the few people who will be doing it at my gym, CrossFit Liberty Hill, uh, down here in Liberty Hill, Texas, we're just going to have to cram everything in Saturday morning. I'm sure is what's going to happen. So <laughs> workouts, you mean? Yeah, probably, probably, probably do both of them Saturday morning. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, that's really good to know that that's really exciting because when I saw the three RM, I just assumed it would be like touch and go cleans, right? which I, I'm getting a lot better at. Like I said, I'm really working on it, but I can obviously do a lot more taking the time to rest in between reps. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Tell everyone, everyone listening, take time between yeah. your reps. There's nothing yeah. to prove. You don't have to go touch and go. <laughs> cool. It's not going to get you a better score. Take your time. Take your rest. Yeah, I, w- I was setting the clock, so it was almost imam style for the people oh, that oh, I know. That's a great idea. For the people I know that are like, they rush everything. You know, they yeah. did their six reps, like I said, in under 90 seconds. It's like, nope, you have to do this on the minute style. So I want you adding more weight, you know, taking your time, resting, recovering. So yeah, the the imam imam style, I think, will help a lot of people so they're not panicked and rushing or, or vice versa, you know, taking too long. Um, right. So, and yeah. something to note too, like if you do miss, like if you, if you miss a clean or a shoulder to overhead, you can still reattempt it and it still counts. You just have to make sure that you get three successful lifts at that same weight in order for that score to count. Correct me that's if I'm wrong point. on that, Will. Nope, that's correct. Okay. Yep. So as long as it's the, you just got, basically you have to do the, the three attempts at that same weight, make them to lock that weight in as your score. doesn't matter the order in which you do them. And yeah, if you fail, it doesn't matter, which is nice because normally John punishes you in these workouts for failing. Oh, so, so, so was, if, you do, if you hit two out of three, you just get the total weight lifted for the two. You lifts. would, you would just, no, you would, you would. Um, so your, your total weights get um, added together. So let's say you're, you're doing just to make it easy, a hundred pounds, you have a hundred pound jerk, hundred pound clean to get the 100 pounds. You have to hit it three times. For, for it to count as your score, right? And then the same with the jerk. So if you get three successful lifts, both movements, then your score, your total score would be 200 pounds. Okay. So does if that you make hit, sense? If you, if you hit two out of three, you just, you wouldn't get it. Yep. You, you would work out again. Yeah. You basically reset yeah. the clock and do it all over again. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, but you can get, have, you have as many as you would get the 100 if you did. So if you successfully did the three cleans, you would get hundred for that. But if you didn't successfully, if you just got two out of the three jerks, correct, you would get zero for, you wouldn't get anything for that. Yep. yep. It would be 100. Your score Unless would be a hundred with yeah. no tiebreaker. Cause then the tiebreaker is your shoulder to right. overhead. Yeah. And yeah. And you get as many attempts in the six minutes. Yeah. And Another then cool format. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unique. I love the uniqueness about Boba Play. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, so yeah, that's just a, it's a strength workout. Make sure you get warmed up. Like take longer than you need than you think you need for the warm up. Uh, I also have a you know plenty of people where they they start too light in the workout. I'm like, you know, you can hit that. Why? Why do it? Like the the for your starting number in this workout should be something that kind of scares you, right? Like it should. Be something you're confident at, at, but something that's like, you you know, there's a little bit of anxiety because you don't want to hit something you know you can hit and then have to eat all that time adding weight. Like there's, that's just not the way to go about it. That's so true. And I hate it when, because I, I like to underestimate, (laughs) I like to stay just shy of that weight that I'm a little, that I'm genuinely a little scared of. And so then I'll start with something I'm confident in or I feel comfortable with. And then I hit it, but now I'm too taxed to really go for that scary weight. Yeah. And I know I could have done more. And I'm like, well, 
that was stupid, Michael. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna try to do better with that respect. Gonna grab that scary weight right away. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So Michael, you talked about it. your your gym's rocking Saturday morning at Liberty Hill with the people that are signed up. I I'm trying to think of the best order to do this in. I almost think you'd be better off doing the strength and then the sprint. I don't just because I don't know, like if you're someone that gets, you know, round two or three of the sprint event, I just, I've seen it. I've seen it wreck people's midlines. Like they get pretty fatigued through the back. Um, okay. So yeah, it, I would almost do like a strength warm up, get good and sweaty, hit the strength workout, then do a little cardio just to get the blood flow to the legs, the lactic acid build up like some air bike intervals and then hit the sprint workout. Okay. That's, that's good to know. I, I was thinking along the same lines I used to. So when I earlier on, uh, in my CrossFit time doing CrossFit, I, I was usually stronger after like doing a Metcon. Oh, for sure. But, there's, there's the good and sweaty, right? You get that full yeah, body flush. But I just didn't have much fitness, I think. And, uh, <laughs> And especially after this last year, I made a big pivot to focus on strength and speed for the tactical games. So now I've gotten a lot stronger and now I'm like, and now I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I'm like, okay, I need to conserve my strength at the beginning of the workout. <laughs> like, you know, like stay calm, relax. Yep. Get ready for the heavy lift. For sure. So, yeah. So now I'm like on the other end of the spectrum. So I think I will definitely... Yeah, and I think that will serve as plenty of a warm up before Squid Game. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't need you don't need a ton for it. Just like I said, like get the lungs get getting sweaty, get the lungs warmed up, and then get some blood flow to the legs because you don't you don't you don't want the the wall ball like quad pump to hit you when you're trying to go fast <laughs> and your legs start locking up. Yeah, and then Abby, your your gym does it Friday. You have all the yeah, so we actually program it into all the classes, and okay. so tomorrow we're doing yeah we're doing Squid Game for all the classes. Love it, love and it. And so they're going to have to do the strength on their own. Yeah, yeah. The strength part. Do you do you allow them? Do they have to come to open gym? Do you allow them to do that during regular workout hours? What's your policy on that? You know what, when it comes to things like this, where it's an actual competition, um, we do allow them to do it during class times, as long as they clear it with me beforehand um, or, or the coach, just to make sure that we have room for them. I mean, everyone, everyone at the gym knows, hey, classes get precedence over it, you know, mm -hmm. over any individual who's coming in to do their own thing. Um, we, we try to get everyone to do the open gym and we're, we're very fortunate that we have, you know, pretty extended open gym hours. So people are typically able to do it during then, but I mean, if we need to make um, an exception, we certainly can. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we've got, yeah, similar. I, I mean, we've got the Wednesday walkthrough day, but then Friday is bullet point day and we're doing um, fingers crossed with COVID and whatnot. We're doing a Friday night lights event um, collab with baseline performance. So we've got, some people, oh, fun. yeah, it'll be, that's always a good time. We love doing that pre pre Rona days. So it's always a good time. Get together with fitness people from all over yeah. Stevens point, work out, have fun, drink beer. It's a good time. That's cool. I love that. I love that you guys do that. Like what, it, what are the little logistics of that? Do you guys host? Do they host? What do you do? We, yeah. We try to alternate our, our facility isn't always set up best for like the bigger heats of CrossFit top style workouts um so we'll we kind of like see what gets posted and then alex and i talk about who which which facility it would flow better for consider so we're, we're both like flow nerds when it comes to workouts right like how it looks how it flows so yeah that that takes that's more important than where it happens for both of us it's like where is it where's it gonna look good where's it gonna for the athletes where where is it gonna um kind of happen the best so we talk about we talk that through decide where and then uh, we make it happen so yeah. i love that i love that right because that, that encompasses what crossfit is supposed to be it's about it's supposed to be about you know coming together where i feel like so many crossfits are like no this these are these are my people these are my members don't like 
Yeah. Right. right. It's about being healthy. It's about all coming together and celebrating. Getting, I couldn't agree more. Getting as many, as many people working out, moving, yeah. exercising. Um, I've, yeah. Conversation happens all the time, right? You know, gy- yeah. gyms are like, oh, I want, I want to get that gym's members or, you know, they'll, it's like, it's not about that. It's like, let's, let's all talk. Let's all represent this bigger fitness community. So when the people we all know who maybe want to exercise, see that everyone's friendly, that there's right. not trash talking, there's not this negative cloud between fitness communities, right? That just makes it more welcoming for everyone. Right. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the, the energy behind that's it cool. for sure. Man, with that, um, we got, I want to wrap this up. We got 10 minutes. Okay. We got plenty of episodes in the future to talk about parenting and fitness but if we want to talk about that now we we totally can or we can talk about what everyone else is talking about in the crossfit fitness world and that is the firing of dave castro from the the leading of the crossfit games the what is it crossfit game sport i think is the official title or something like that Uh, director of sport or something like that that sounds right that sounds awesome that's a good title i'm i'm a little heartbroken about it because even though I don't, I went to the CrossFit Games in Madison. I mean, you have to if you live in Wisconsin. Michael invited me, so thank you again, yeah. Michael, for that. That was that was a blast. It was. Um, I mean, it was awesome to see. Like there, those athletes, yeah. those, those people, they're amazing. I love seeing it. Um, last couple of years, I haven't been as as strong a following, but mad respect to Dave Castro and what that dude's done. Like I've, I mean, I've been following CrossFit otherwise since like 2009, and just to see the the growth of the games what he's accomplished and how nothing brings everyone together more than like hating dave castro when it comes to the open and the workouts love to hate right yeah, it's a I, love don't, to hate. Man, I, I don't know i don't know if you're gonna be able to find someone that can embody all that and be as <laughs> passionate about yeah. everything right like everything yeah. watching the flow of those events the, the, the events themselves like you take these superhuman people and then you leave them as just like bags of goo on the floor. Like that's impressive to be able to do that over and over again. So, and make it look good. Yeah. So where are you, where are you two at with this whole thing? Mike, do you well, go first? I'm not an affiliate owner, so I'll let the affiliate <laughs> owner coach talk first. <laughs> well, I don't think it, I mean, it, from my perspective, it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, as far as where I stand with CrossFit, um, on the business side, but for me, I go, man, it's heartbreaking because he, to me, was the face of the games, right? I always loved his nerdy little open announcements, right? Like (laughs) 19.3, you know, like, come on, everybody knows that, right? Like that was just, I, and I just, I feel like he really embodied the spirit of, the games, but not just the games, but the athletes too. Like he was just as passionate as they were, even though he wasn't the one actually out there. Like he, I just felt like, you know, he, he really was um, so invested in it. And so I just, I, you know what, I, I'm really one of those people. I'm like, okay, change isn't always bad. Right guys. It's not as bad. It's scary. I don't, I, I don't understand it. I, I'm not coming. Like I, I always want to try to come from a place of understanding and this, I just go kind of what the hell, like, can, can we get a little something here? Like someone's, you know, and now I just don't like, like, I, is he getting blocked on Instagram or is he getting canceled? I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I can't, no, no I'm being serious. There's, you guys. There's, like, I, I don't know. There's all, yeah. The, all the social media is just like, we all know this. It's crazy. It's awesome. Right. It links it links people, right? People like Abby but and I. I that's how we met him today when I was going. But, uh, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe this whole name. And then I, I read someone else saying, or the canceling Castro. Maybe he like, just got rid of his profile. I mean, all he really needed it for was the CrossFit games just to tease people, the psychological warfare. Yeah, so maybe he's yeah, just, right. he's, he's going to restart his platform, right? Right. Kind of like CrossFit did uh, back in the transition. So, I mean, he, I, I like the rumor of him going to Rogue or like people are like he should go to the Rogue Invitational. That would be fantastic with Rogue's resources. They could do anything. Right. Um, yeah. Mike, what about you? 
Well, I love what you very uh, uh, like appropriately pointed out was that uh, he, so uh, it's, you could very clearly see the influence of his time in the military on his approach to being the director of sport, whatever his official title was, which is, I think, why uh, he was able to do such a good job because uh, I know he spent, I don't know exactly what he was an instructor of, but I know he spent years as an instructor. And one of the things, especially in the military as an instructor that you learn how to do is you learn how to be like the, the, uh, the, the necessary villain, so to speak, you know? So if you can, if you can get a group of people to at least hate you, then it, uh, it forms a bond among them. And, um, and he always, I always felt like he managed to do it in a really sort of like, uh, amiable big brother way. <laughs> Where it was like, oh, he got me again. Oh, I yeah. hate him. But you're like, I hope he does it again next year. Um, you know, and so I think he was able to do that very well. And that is a big value add to the whole CrossFit community. Um, that will, that will, they'll definitely, definitely leave a hole, um, in that respect. And then the other thing uh, I think you both mentioned was that, um, man, I don't, I don't know anything about the internal workings of like CrossFit or the headquarters, but it just always seems that they, uh, they don't handle their communications as well as they could. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole profession and uh, I don't know who's doing it or whatever for HQ, but um, if you don't tell people at least something, like if you just make a mysterious announcement and then don't address it and then act like everything's great, then people are just going to assume the worst. Um, so no matter what the real reason was or how bad it was or what schism there was, or maybe there was personal conflict, it's always worse to say nothing. Um, and so I think the new CEO, what's his name? Rosa, mm -hmm. Eric Rosa. Eric, yeah. Um, I have no idea why he quote unquote fired Dave Castro, but they really need to explain their decision because they've got all these people all over the world who are very invested in the community and either something that they love uh, or something that they make a living at. And they really need to communicate uh, big decisions like this much better because at least then uh, you can have some buy-in and you can have some understanding, which uh, um, like inculcates trust then because you're like, oh, they, they like they were they had candor with me and they told me something true when it's totally understandable i understand the change now uh, thanks crossfit and then everyone moves on with their lives um but they never seem to do that and it's just low-hanging fruit and i don't understand why they don't do it but uh whatever dave castro does next i think it'll, it'll be fun to watch and uh yeah i think he should come to the tactical games and help us program our events <laughs> that would be awesome Oh my yeah. god, I love watching tactical like, tactical game stuff. There should be a if there was a like a sporting clays shotgun variation. I'd yeah, be, <laughs> that'd be fun for what I for what I enjoy doing. Um, but yeah. no, I, I love it. That'd be awesome. No, you both made you both made awesome awesome points. Uh, I always like to wrap podcasts with little little concluding little concluding thoughts. And Michael, you summed up the Dave Castro thing. Awesome. But do either of you have anything to say to people? Last thoughts about the workouts before we head into the the weekend when I think most people are going to be tackling them, either at Friday Night Lights or open gym time? Man, honestly, like my biggest thing is just telling people, listen, these are fun workouts, right? These are super unique. Just have fun with it. I know it sounds so cliche, but you know, it, it, do this a one and done thing. We talk about, you know, and in, in, in the past we've talked about, Hey, do you repeat workouts? Do you not like just go out, give it like your one shot. This is your competition. You're not going to get a redo. What if you don't get a redo, right? You're going to put your best foot forward. And so that's what I would suggest is just going, Hey, this is going to be a one. This is going to be a one and done for me. Um, that way you don't have to interrupt your, you know, your continued training and whatever program that you're, you're doing. Um, you don't have to wreck your body. Cause this one is, it, you're, you're going to hurt after this one. If you do it um, at the, at the right intensity that it's supposed to be right. Um, so be smart with it. 
Um, it's, it's also not worth wrecking your body over. So I don't want, I don't want to see people getting hurt in, you know, in online competitions or even local competitions. So for me, okay, guys, I'm the old one here. Okay. So <laughs> take advice from your elders. <laughs> it's not worth it. Okay. Like you want to do your absolute best. So do it, do a one and done, crush it. Just have some freaking fun. Okay. That's all. <laughs> Yep. Perfect. I totally agree with that. Uh, I, I would just say, uh, especially for the bullet point opener, any competition fitness related for sure. Uh, you know, people are so afraid to try a competition where like something might get measured. It might work out in front of someone else. Um, and again, this is cliche, but things are cliche often because they're true. Um, <laughs> Uh, even if like, oh, you know, I'm coming off of COVID or no, just kidding. Hey, um, hey or, shots fired. Feel attacked, or, uh, feel attacked right now. Am I being or you've never done a competition being canceled before? Feels like? Or you're like, oh, I got so lazy over holiday break or, you know, whatever it might be. Or you, um, you're just nervous, intimidated by competition. Um, just don't don't think too much about it and just go for it and do what your coach says and you'll have a blast agreed i love that a lot of people are scared of the word competition right and i'm like you guys it's it's online it's not a big deal you're gonna you're gonna be here in the gym with us we're all doing it yeah yeah but it's a competition i go or you know (laughs) like it's like that mental there's something that clicks right yep yeah, so, sure. yeah I, I love that. You're right. And there's a lot of people walking around out there who do have a competitive spirit and that nothing has really unleashed it before. And so they're, and uh, they, they, they try something for the first time and they're like, Oh my gosh, that was exhilarating. Whoa. You know, and then you so see, you kind of discover a new, uh, a new facility you didn't have before you thought you didn't have, but you just got to try it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. It's not too late to sign up. You can still sign up for the bullet point. <laughs> exactly. One last push before sun, Sunday. No, that yeah, was I'm awesome. Like, I got to get my shirt. I haven't ordered my shirt yet. Got to get the dino. Too late. Am I too late for that? I don't know about the t-shirt order. That's a John question. For everyone listening, email John all of your questions. He loves answering them. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> uh, Mike, Abby, thanks for coming on and joining me. And I'm looking forward to another open season. Woo.